Oh, hello, weary travelers. Come on in. It looks like the bod is about to begin. I'll pour the ales over the stories, fables, and tales about the bards, battle axes, and bows taking out their ferocious foes. Just take a listen to the tales that we spin here at the Carriage Rest Inn. Previously on Carriage Rest Tales, as the new recruits continued their training, they picked up a few interesting new skills. Gnomus and Woods learned to use their gift of light for things other than closing rifts. Gnomus learned a new stagecraft trick with pyrotechnics, and Woods learned to generate fog. Basso, on the other hand, looked inside and became aware of his inner wolf and his role in being at the front of the pack. With these new skills, the recruits charged into Butchertown on horseback to tackle a wayward rift. With a newfound trust in his team, Benson hung back and helped protect the citizens, while he let his team handle the Denoa and the closing of the rift. Following the incident, Woods and Nomis helped the Chapaca farmer Norgill collect his livestock and repair his broken fence. But through this encounter, they were only left with more questions. Who destroyed the fence? Did they know the rift was coming? What is on the other side of the rift? How did Woods know how to ride a Chapaca? Continue with us on our journey to find out. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite is that we have completely normalized the word Chapaca. (laughs) Like it is just a real thing. There's your next tattoo. Yeah, Chapaca. Chapaca. Done. Are y'all familiar with the concept of chocobos? Because that's what those were. I mean, I, I don't know if that was intentional, Mike, because I, I don't know if you're a Final Fantasy player. No, I'm This not. is a no. family-friendly podcast. I don't know what a chocobo is. <laughs> it's a giant chicken bird. Okay. That you ride like a horse. Okay. All right, and with that, welcome to another episode <laughs> of Carriage Rest Tales. I'm your host and one of your dungeon masters, Mike. And to my left, we have... Hey, hey, everyone. It's Ryan. I'll be playing Nomis, the tabaxi bard. Hey, everybody. This is Nick. I will be playing Vasso, the barbarian half-orc. Hey, guys. It's Sam. I am playing Woods, the elven ranger. And I'm the great chocobo farmer in the sky, (laughs) John. So last we left off, you guys were taking off in Amelia's airship. And as you were just exiting Butcher Town, just as it's getting out of view, Nomis, you had spotted a tan robe with a black sash walking amongst the crowd. But at this point, you're too far away to kind of turn around or anything like that. So you guys are on a ride. Amelia informs you it's going to take about 10 hours to get to her grandmother's house, which is... Over um, the river and through the woods. Which is over the river (laughs) and through the woods. Is there anything that you wanted to do with Amelia during this time frame? I think Nomis would be very like curious about how she's piloting the blimp. So he's asking a bunch of questions like, what does this do? And what happens if I do this? You know, I want some lessons, Amelia. We got 10 hours. You want to learn to fly? Oh, yeah. This is great. Oh, I'm always excited to teach someone how to fly. Well, why don't you come on up to the cockpit? We can um, let you sit in the co-pilot seat and see what happens. Okay. I'm going to sit in it and like act like I'm not comfortable and like, Dang it, he must have adjusted this chair, too, and give her, like, a wink. <laughs> oh, that Damien. I forgot his name. Yeah, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> Damien, I, yes, yes. We'll make it as comfortable as you like. I don't sit in that one, so feel free to adjust it. Okay. Right. How do you make him go higher? How do you, oh, you want to pull back on the yoke? The yoke is this Can little joystick it? in the middle. Joystick. 
Sounds like fun. Can I do it? Yes, you can. All right. Oh, not that much. Not oh, that much. crap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. ah! So, yeah, that's how we go up. So now if you had to go down, what do you think we do? And I pull it towards me again. Oh, no, that direction. <laughs> um, Obviously, I, I put it down. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Go ahead and roll a animal handling check. Now, since I am an animal, do I get, like, advantage? <laughs> no, you do not. Oh, where's my character sheet? <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I'm excited. I'm like the Foo Fighters. I'm learning to fly. All right. I get to add a plus two. 11. Yeah, you're actually doing a pretty good job with the basics. So she's getting you to go up and down and banking to the left, banking to the right. And then she's like, do you want to try something a little bit different, a little bit crazy? And I look over both my shoulders. I'm like, yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and gain some altitude. So I'm going to pull back on the, what'd you call it? A joystick? Well, we call it the yoke. Okay. <laughs> okay. But it's like a joystick, yes. Okay. Okay, that's good. So now... <laughs> As Nomis and Vasa, you guys are looking out, and you're just climbing and climbing and climbing. Like, this is the highest you've ever been. She's like, okay, now I want you to pull back on the yoke really hard. Like, like just just towards me. Yeah, just pull it towards right. you. I'm two-handing it. Boom. Okay. And Pulling it back. All of you guys feel like your, like your stomach just kind of fall back towards your spine as, like, you're hitting these G-forces as you're going up. And the blimp totally gets, like, 90 degrees perpendicular. And then she reaches over and just turns off the engines. And all of you guys are now weightless. <laughs> now everything is falling at the same speed. So that's how they do zero gravity testing. So you guys are all falling with the airplane at the same speed. So currently you are weightless. And freaking out. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like my fur is like poofed out, yeah. but I'm like loving it. And she lets that kind of go. Is there anything you guys are going to be doing? You have about 20 seconds of this weightless feeling. Uh, so Vato is like, Literally just trying to grab onto something. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't have your seatbelts in, so I just picture you guys like all just like hanging on to the seats and okay, feet so we're, are straight we're, up in the air. All right, so we're strapped in. Well, you weren't at this point. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I didn't. I didn't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't what I don't like this, uh, and I'm freaking out, like just winging out. I look back. I'm like, we're going to the danger zone, people. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Right into the danger zone. zone. Okay, so now you're going to hit, and she's like perfectly calm during all this. So now you're going to hit that little button right there and hold it down for two seconds. And you hear like... One elemental, two elemental. Yes, exactly. And then you kind of hear some like levers and stuff happening in the background. And then all of a sudden you start to feel the gust. But at this point, you've already flipped over and the nose is pointing down. So now when you hit the thrusters, it's going to kind of push you down even faster. So now you guys kind of like all fly to the back of this air blimp. No, <laughs> You never know what you can do until you get up as high as you can go. What are you doing? Inspirational poster. It's part of the song. I'm a bard. Oh. Danger Zone, Kenny Loggins, Top Gun, 1986. Someone fact check him on that, please. I'm not He's close. If, not, if he's not dead on. We'll leave it to the Wait, listeners. Say what? Dead on? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now I'll pull back on the yoke fairly easily. I give it like five elementals. Go ahead and roll a uh, another animal handling to see how relatively easily that is. Oh, man. <laughs> 14. 14, yeah, you actually do it pretty relatively easily, but these two are still going to take 1d6 damage as they oh, great. kind of fall to the ground, hitting the seats. They don't quite make a perfect Six. landing. Oh, that's a nice even five. number. All right, so... Woods I have takes. a question. Oh. Um, I've done more damage. <laughs> hold on. We never, 
we just fought and got on the ship, right? Yes, you did. I'm unconscious. All right, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Vasa, you take five damage as well. Yep, I'm unconscious. So Woods kind of was trying to land, but then hit the chair and tumbled over and smacked her head on the uh, on the floor of the airship. Vasa, how are you doing? Um, I look over, I see Woods on the ground, and I yell up at, up front, like, Hey, good job, guys. You just knocked out Woods. Me being totally oblivious, I see like Woods passed out, and I look at Amelia and be like, rookies. Vaso, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's an uh, emergency kit right in the bulkhead, so why don't you just grab that, and then can you uh, get Woods back up and operational? Yeah, just don't pull that stun again. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Va- uh, that was Nomis, by the way. That was not me. Okay, maybe Nomis should, sh- should sit back here. <laughs> Away from the away from the joystick thingy. It's called a yoke. Yoke, whatever. <laughs> and you can go ahead and give Woods a healing potion, which I think is two d four plus four. That's what we're gonna yeah. go with right now. If it's I think not, that's it, is it is now. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Roll well. Um, so a two and a three, so that's five. So nine. <gasps> Jeez. Mm. Can we not do that, please? We got nine hours and 40 minutes left. <laughs> We're going to keep doing that. She's going to like sleep. She's like just on the ground, not even going to get up. All right. So you're going to take a little nap? Yeah. So at this point in this adventure, you would have time to use um, some hit dice because it is going to be a longer time. So you have, as she said, nine hours, or Nova said, nine hours, about 40 minutes left. Are you, Let's... wait, are you all. Thanks. Are y'all using <laughs> hit dice? I'm gonna, yeah, I need to because you do one more Top Gun stunt, and again, <laughs> I'm gonna die. So for the listeners, the way I hit, feel the need. <laughs> the for, need for speed. for speed. For the listeners, the way hit dice work is during a short rest. It's kind of the player's ability to go ahead and use like bandages, wraps, um, ointments, and stuff like that to try to heal themselves up. Your general first aid kind of thing. Correct. All right, so Nomis, I would think would have learned this maybe from Wallace. I think that makes sense. Uh, it's a song of rest. Um, so while you all are resting, I feel kind of bad. I'm going to play just some nice, you know, airline, smooth jazz music. It's a bossa nova cover of Danger Zone. Yeah. I'll take you right into the Danger Zone. Uh you get to you get additional one d six hit points. Nice, because I'm nice like that. Ooh, I rolled a six. <laughs> it's, it's the damage. <laughs> that you did that. <laughs> Great. Now, do I get to do that? Yeah. So you can even as a bard, you can play and use your song of rest. It's not just for the others. You can use I used, it as well. I ended up using two hit dice, so I have two left. The way I kind of take that is like the bard is relaxed even more so because they're playing. I dig it. Let me get our hit dice back after a long rest. Long rest, correct. I didn't know what my hit dice were as a bard. I want to say it's a D8. It is a D8. You're so smart. Letting my nerd show out. How many did you use two? I used two. But I also, like I, I died about five minutes uh. ago, so <laughs> I was maxed out on hit points. So is it an additional D6 per hit yeah. dice? Oh, for hit dice. Hit dice is as many levels. You guys all have a four, so you have four hit dice. And you, you roll it, and then you add your constitution to it. Right. I'm just saying for my song of rest. It's just one additional D6. Oh, so it's not one per hit dice. It's just per It's just one for, the, one for the short rest, yeah. Got it. For those of you who can't see, Ryan was using his fingers to count. Shh. What did you end up with? I'm just curious. 16. 
Oh, because you had a constitution modifier. Gotcha. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't have the 16, bro. Look, I used to be <laughs> a math major right along with you. Okay. I know. Boxer's all healed up, so he's good to go. Okay. Nomos, you'll get a couple more chances to fly. Um, she probably won't do anything more crazy with you guys because Woods is being a little woozy. But about a quarter of the way through, so, you know, about two hours in, Amelia is kind of getting bored, so she wants to kind of have some more interactions with you guys. And she's like, uh, Woods, can can you come up here? Sure. You don't want me to fly this thing, do you? Do, do you want to fly it? No. Oh, okay. I have a death grip on my joystick. Yeah, I don't like, are you? Okay, well, I guess if you don't want to fly, you could just stand here while- It's like um, a jump seat. Well, you can pull that little bench down so you can sit on that so the three of us can have a little conversation here. Perfect. So when we were in that last fight- Do you have any peanuts? Um, Pretzels? Maybe in the first aid kit, there might be some rations. There's not like a- It's like dehydrated food. No, there's not like a- like Nut leather. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I brought my own. I'm just going to pull out a bag of like little individual wrapped nuts. <laughs> Perfect. So as we were in that last fight- you had said something about you had an idea. I have a great idea. Is it a great idea? I personally idea? think it's a great idea. Okay. What is it? Okay. So is there a way on the bottom of this ship that we could drop a rope down? Because what happened was like my buddy here, Nomis, was far away from where we were. It would have been great if you could have dropped a rope, pulled him up halfway, and then flew him to us. Without him having to get onto the ship, without the ship having to lose altitude. So we need some sort of rope that we can drop down. Yeah, like a rope or, and then maybe it could be like a basket if we need to rescue people, like civilians or things like that. Okay. I think we could maybe work on this. Is that something you think you can work on for the next you know, couple of hours and try to see if you can get like a prototype together? I think so. I, we, I think so. Is there anyone else on this ship? It's just the four of us. Uh, Yeah. You want to help me? Should I um, look at her body? I'm flying. Do you want to take a break from flying oh, man. and help me? <laughs> he looks really conflicted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't mind having Nomus up here if you and Vaso want to work on this project. Okay. Vaso's <laughs> napping right now. Uh, I'll just do it myself. It's <laughs> fine. I, I will help you. I will help you. No, I don't I'm want gonna to give joy. I'm, I'm going to give the yolk. I can literally see your white knuckles. We <laughs> got we got eight hours. I'll help you because right. I'm skilled with rope, rope, rope making. With string. <laughs> Aren't you a f- proficient? You have in proficiency string? with rope. Proficiency with strings. You're a you cat. Like to chase them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, are you sure you wanted to do this? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> so, for all intents and purposes, you would have. A decent amount of supplies on the sh- ship between, you know, like parachutes, ropes. Yeah, that they I'm would thinking have. like a sandbag situation on one side. Yeah, and I'm, like, like, okay. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna step out of this conversation and let the players figure out what this contraption is gonna look like. Are you still asleep, Vaso? Yep. <laughs> Do we want to wake up the farmer? I don't think he wants to be woken up. <laughs> I just have a feeling. All right, so what are we doing here? I got rope. Okay. I got you- sandbags for some reason on the ship. We need like a. I have a big longer burger basket. Oh, perfect! Right here. No, it's probably one of those like, with a uh, like a tobacco. Uh, tobacco. You know what I'm talking about? Like a really thick. The canvas. Yeah, they're like really big. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was envisioning. Yeah, so we're we got this. <laughs> we got <laughs> Look at us. So, do we want to drop it over the side, or do we want to go to the bottom of the ship and make a hole that we funnel it out the bottom? You hear from the cockpit? Please don't put holes in my ship. <laughs> 
Over the side it is. <laughs> I think we need to have like a arm coming like off the railing of the ship. Yeah, like a pulley. Yeah, like have a pulley bring it down. Yeah, I like that. And I think Damon could probably configure some sort of pulley system. All right, we're gonna sketch it out. Do you have any? We're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna sketch this. Maybe it'll end up on the website. Yeah, I'll totally put it on the website. All right, so we have our ship. I'm just gonna play you some nice music while you're doing this. Boo, boo, doo, doo, we're gonna do like a arm pulley thing off the back, maybe, right? Well, I think it needs to be somewhere close. If Amelia is gonna be the only one. Okay, piloting the ship. Okay, I think it needs to be close to her and easy for her to. <laughs> okay, so this is now the front of the ship. Wow. And then this is great. <laughs> <laughs> You're asleep, <laughs> so you literally. Okay, and then we have this like big like basket thing, right? Yeah, but it's gonna have to be really, I think, enforced. The basket, magical basket. Magical baskets. Yep. I'm sure there's somebody that. But for now, I think we can just get the idea and have. Yeah, like a basket. Damien, of, a basket of holding almost. Absolutely. So I think the basket can be one option, or the other option is just like a rope with just like a little like thing you can put your feet on and like maybe a little handholds here, so you can just like fly. You know what I mean? Jump on, jump off. No basket needed. Or like a like a big triangle thing, so somebody just put their foot on it. Yeah, 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 like this. I got it. Like a little Deathly Hollows kind of foot goes here. And that way there's probably easy to get on and off. Yeah, and then you just jump on and jump I off. I like that idea better. Yeah, this and That's was, easier to reinforce. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, this is my, what I was thinking. I was using this to sell it. Like, oh, we could also save people. So but you're doing that to humor me. Is what you were not humor you, humor her. Oh, okay. I was just thinking that this would work well. Sometime later. What do you think? All right, Amelia. As we go in front of the shark tank. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. So this is what we were thinking, and she's going to explain everything to her. So I see two pictures here. I see a magic basket and then another arm with a triangle. Are you thinking like two arms? No, no, no. They're interchangeable. Oh, so they have interchangeable like quick quick I think if you needed to drop like... Weapons or supplies, the basket would be easier. But if you need, like in the case with the chicken you? things, like if you, yeah, I, I don't know why I blanked on that name. Um, you could bring that down, and I can just grab onto it real quick, and then quickly make my escape or rendezvous, as it were. With okay, but I think we'll need Dame. So you think Damien's gonna need to make these little arm things? I just, I think we could just collaborate with him. He's probably got some ideas once we show him this. Yeah, is it probably? Is it just typically you on the ship doing this, or is there more people yeah, on the yeah, ship? Yeah, usually it would just be one person. So that way, if we need to, you know, we don't have a lot of weight on the ship in case we need to bring people on for any reason. Yeah, because it needs to be easy enough where you just have to pull a lever. Yeah, I agree. And automatically have it go up and down. Oh yeah. Well, maybe another joystick. Oh yeah, maybe like on the side though, so I don't mix them up. Right. <laughs> That's Vasto snore. This is riveting D and D. I know. Okay, so I think I really like this idea, and we're going to test it out on this flight. So Right now? Yeah, well, we can't necessarily do the arm thing, but we can tie it off to somewhere like the, like to the plane itself. All right. And then I'll land, and one of you guys can get out, 
and then we'll test out this theory. I don't think we can make the magic basket. I don't have any magic. I don't know how to do that. But I think we can definitely make the triangle foot thingy. I think we can do this. We've already made it. Oh, Look. Perfect. The magic of D&D. &D. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I, I want to go first. All right. So Amelia is going to find like a, a meadow to land in. At this point, you guys are probably near the Aarakocra Void, which is a big plateau. And you would know that that is where the old capital of the Aarakocra used to be at. It was a big mountain. But then they had used all of their magic to lift their capital into the sky. So they have what's called the floating capital. But this is the plateau that was left over when that mountain peak kind of took off. Okay. So there's plenty of flat space up here. So she lands. She's like, okay, we're going to open up both sides so we can just tie a rope around the whole plane. And then you guys can attach your contraption. How much How much extra rope do you have? Um, I think I we probably have like 100 feet. I think each of us would probably have 50 feet in okay. that standard yeah. Rope fair. All right. So we'll take 50 feet to tie it around the bottom of the ship, and then we'll have another 100 feet of excess slack for you to grab onto. And who wants to try this out first? I think you already said you wanted uh, to. Yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. So Woods, why don't you jump on out? Nomus, did you want to uh, attempt? Wait, I should probably fly the first time around. Yeah, that'd be great. Actually, <clears throat> she's going to like just jump off the side of the ship, like down to the ground. She is. She's like pumped to do this. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to cast dancing lights around woods. Just in case something happens, we'll at least see the light of where she may or may not fall. <laughs> um, gotcha. Hey, someone want to throw me down a parachute? Parachute? Do we have those? Yeah, I got a parachute. Throw me down one. All right. So she's going to throw you down a parachute. In a book bag? Yeah, it's like a book bag. Perfect. I'm going to make a deck save. 12. All right, you catch the parachute. That's a huge multiplier. I love it. I'm a That's dexterous good. elf. I know. It makes sense. So you're able to get your, while she takes off and she kind of goes about maybe like a quarter of a mile out so that it can be more realistic of a test. Yeah. And while she's doing that, you're roping up, putting on your parachute. Go ahead and roll a history check. Oh, not 20. Perfect. You do remember the instructional video on how to attach and put on the parachute. So you get all like the harnesses around your legs and waist and your uh, torso as well. And now she's going to be coming in, and she's coming in not super fast, but you're like, man, she's coming in real fast. But then, like, she kind of does this, like, hover move right before it so that the airship kind of slows down a lot as this rope kind of starts dragging across the floor. And she's an expert pilot, so it's, like, right at foot level for you. Awesome. All right, I'm going to grab it. I'm going to grab it with my right foot and um, kind of push off and hold on with both hands. Go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage because it's your first attempt. You were also knocked unconscious not that long ago, so like <laughs> you're probably not feeling so great. <laughs> I gotta. I feel great. I feel great. I'm like amped. This is like her thing. It's like athletics. It's like we're ready to go. But she got a ten. All right. So with your ten, you definitely step inside of the little triangle loop thing, but you kind of misjudge that step and you step all the way through the loop. <laughs> And then, like, before you can grab the rope, it keeps going. Okay. So it's going to trip you up, and you're going to fall flat on your back. You have a parachute on, so you're only going to take 1d4 of damage. Okay. One. Perfect. But then Amelia feels, like, that weight. So she's like, oh, Woods has got it. So then she, like, just pulls out. Uh-huh. And you're just dangling now <laughs> from one foot, you know, upside down because okay. you didn't quite grab it with your hands. So Vaso yep. and Nomis, this is what you're seeing because Amelia's flying the uh, aircraft. Vaso's still asleep. 
Oh, Vas is still asleep. So no, yeah, this nobody, is what you nobody's see. waking me up yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're quite a heavy sleeper, there, Vaso. Uh, nobody's uh, trying. Nobody's waking me up yet. Uh, 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 I, I'm not can I look? It. Can I look over the? Yes, we can. I'm gonna look over, and you see, <laughs> I, you see woods. Like I ups, envision ups. this thing is like caught in my knee. It's basically twisted around her right leg, and she's just dangling like arms flailing in the wind. She's only about 10 feet off the ground at this point, but she's definitely not not the way that this thing is supposed to be used. I'm going to look back at Amelia and say, uh, Amelia, we have a problem. Uh, we need to gently lower this because somehow Woods is dangling upside down. <laughs> Why she... Can I do a strength check to see if I can pull myself up? Like yes, sit up? And Vasto hears her screaming, so he finally wakes well, up. He finally wakes up. And he wakes up and he looks over. He's like, what is going on? <laughs> 14. 14, yeah. You were able to do like a, a crunch and you can grab the rope. Okay, can I hoist myself into a standing position? Yes, you can. Wait. Never mind, we got it. Go- I got it. I got- <laughs> oh my God, this is so cool. And then she gets up about 20 feet off the ground and just does some like swaying back and forth to see how much the... Uh, swing is okay but it's a hundred foot pendulum so yeah. it's gonna be quite a bit of a swing so yeah. go ahead and roll a strength saving throw to see if you can hold on to this uh rope as you're swinging around oh i failed all right so she's like okay we'll just try a little bit of a rock and then no much you're like watching woods and you're like yep yep she's kind of got the hang of it but then you start noticing that this pendulum swing is getting bigger and bigger and then all of a sudden woods just goes flying <laughs> <laughs> Great. Off one side, and she's going to take 2d6 of damage because you had fall from 20 feet height. Uh, seven. So you take seven damage and land on the ground. Wasn't high enough to throw my parachute? No, 20 feet's okay. not high enough. To oh, 20 feet. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> she, she's down there, she, but she's like smiling. Like, oh, oh that was awesome. Well, the bad it's news is like a cartoon Amelia. where you land in the ground and just the thumbs up sticks yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bad news, Amelia. Woods fell off, but good news, she's happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's good. I guess so. It's like that that Instagram, the TikTok thing. You're going to suffer, but you're going to be happy about <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll uh, swing around and pick Woods up. Vasa's like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, should we? Vasa, do you want to give it a try? We uh, created a sh- lift. Sh- sure. We tried to get you to help, but you were just. Why, why, really- why didn't you wake me up? We tried. You were just so asleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, we'll so, try harder next time. I really wanted to be part of this. I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, bad. I want to try it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to land, and then Woods, Amelia's going to be like, oh, I think that worked surprisingly well until you fell off. Yeah, I mean, it's so... It's all about the step. Like, you got to – I didn't step right, so I had to hoist myself up. But, I mean, I think after a couple of terms, I, we really could be, like, good at this. Okay. Well, we're going to let Vasa give it a try. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to get back on the boat. Okay. And then Vasa – I'm going to give him a parachute. Okay. Good call. And we'll say – between the two of you, you're able to put the parachute on just fine. I don't want to do another roll for that. Okay. And you guys take off. And Woods, you're in the plane now or the airship, and you hear Amelia say, okay – Nomus, were you watching? Oh, I was watching everything you were doing. Perfect. You're going to try it this time. But remember, don't go too high in case he falls off. Okay. Okay. Little bit on the joystick. Little bit on the joystick. The yoke. Stop it. Copy (laughs) that. (laughs) So same thing. She directs you to go about half a mile or a quarter mile out and then kind of line up with Vasa. And you can take over from here. 
All right, I'm gonna look at Woods. Is he ready? Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, got a thumbs, thumbs up. Thumbs up. All right, he's gonna gently, gently start pulling back on the yoke. Get some altitude. Okay. How high is he? Uh, he's not on the rope yet. You have to get to him first. To, oh, I thought he was on the. No. Okay. We're so doing I'm, the approach. We're doing everything. Okay. So getting a little altitude. I think it may be Are you about five 20, feet. 20 yards out. All right. Going just a little bit. All right. Slow up a little bit. Slowing down. All right. Perfect. Let's see if he grabs it. And Vasa, go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw. As the barbarian. Those are always fun. Uh, 17 total. Woo! Oh, all right. So he easily steps on the rope and just grasps this rope. All right. I think he's got it. Pull up. All right. Gently pulling up. Use an animal handling roll. Oh, I got a roll? Yeah. You got a roll. <laughs> you can't just use the back. What is this game? <laughs> <laughs> 11. So you pull up, and it is a nice gentle pull up. And Amelia's like, I think I think you can go a little bit higher than that because you see Vasa, and he's just like two feet off the ground, just like <laughs> skimming, and they're like, there's like a rock coming up. Like, you need to pull up a little bit more. <laughs> All right. Pulling up. So you can roll another animal handling check. 14. Perfect. And with that, like you pull up last minute. Vasa, you're seeing this boulder like coming at you and you're like, ah. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> and then you know, almost pulls it up and you just like barely miss this boulder. And then she's like, okay, let's see how Vasa does. So gentle back and forth. Gentle back and forth. All right. We're rocking. Yeah. We'll see how he does. Gentle. And then you got an animal handling oh, check. I'm so excited. You're doing great. 14. Vasa is looking up with the thumbs up, yeah. just having a blast. Yep, you guys are going back and forth. Vasa, you're like really whipping around back and forth, so you need to roll a strength check. All right. Natty 20. So, yeah, unlike Woods just got launched off, you're a big, beefy barbarian. You just held on just fine, and you guys successfully do like a test run of about 10 minutes while Vasa's just flying around and stays on the whole time. And Amelia's going to take over and gently land. She's like, I think this is something we might be able to put into production. Yeah. We got to name it. I'll let you guys come up with the name since you invented it. You can come, you can bring it back to me later if you don't know. We the will. Name we'll, we'll figure out branding. We still got six hours to get to grandma's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll have a six hours of the flight. Is there anything else you guys wanted to do on this uh, air elemental ship ride? Um, I'm going to use some more hit dice. Sounds good. I will play another song of rest. I think you can do that. I don't know if there's I a limit to how many times dun, you can do it. Danger <laughs> zone. <laughs> what do I get to add with the song of rest? 1d6. Here, let me make sure I'm not making stuff up. It doesn't say there's a limit. I don't have to use inspiration or anything. I think it's just a I use soothing music oration to help revitalize your wounded allies. Awesome. Right. Is it like good. a cantrip? No, I think it's just an ability I have. It's a, it's Ooh, a bardic God. ability. Vasa, was there anything you wanted to do? Besides nap. Um, no, nah, he's just going to hang out. He's well-rested at his nap. So, you know, he's just kind of checking out the ship to see what else there is. You guys finish your flight. It's now getting close to dusk by the time the six hours reaches. So it's the sun's gone down, but it's still light out. So you can still kind of see. And so you will notice that Amelia flies right over Findra, which you know is the gnome capital of... Ivana. And she's like, yes, um, my gram lives in a small village of Sindra, and I'm just going to land right at her farmstead. Normally, I can just, there's enough space for me to park there. So when I come visit her, I just, I use the company equipment and just uh, make my life a little bit easier. Perks are perks. Perks are perks. And then about 10 minutes later, you guys are seeing this farmstead starting to come into view. 
And then, John, do you want to explain what they are seeing? Uh, yeah, it is a quaint little country cottage with a small patch of farmland off to the side. There is a pig pen off uh, near a barn a little bit away from the house where you see a couple of animals. And yeah, by all intents, it's a cute little farm. As you fly a little bit closer, you see that uh, in the pig pen, there is a little bit of a commotion going on. Uh, the fence to the pig pen is open, and there is a little gnomish woman uh, running. And running is a loose definition because she's pretty old. She's moving a little slow, but she is chasing after some pigs with a broom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It looks like the pigs got out again. All right, we're going to land. We got to... We got to really help Graham. It's getting dusk. I don't want any of the pigs to get out and, you know, get eaten by the wolves or anything. So much put those pigs in a blanket. Uh, I mean, you could try to tuck them in if you want. Yeah. You're here all night. They won't go anywhere. Snug as a pig. So then Amelia kind of pulls back. And, this little piggy. So Amelia pulls back on the yoke and then descends down, touching down pretty lightly. And then, like, before the engines are even, like, fully turned off, she's going to open up the side sliding and just jump out and start, you know, running at our gnome speed to try to help her grandmother. And as as you land and as the door opens, you can hear this old gnomish woman, and she is running around screaming, Cornelius! Seamus, get back in the pen! Uh, Woods is going to jump out um, and run and help, probably pass Amelia on the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's my assumption as well. Yeah. What do I roll for pig handling? Uh, it's going to be an animal handling check. <laughs> Pig corralling. Pig corralling. I'm going to go after Cornelius first. Okay, sounds good. Uh, seven. So you reach down to pick up Cornelius, and what you didn't notice is it was kind of raining in this area beforehand, so you like you bend down to pick up the pig, and you just slip in some mud and just <laughs> fall into the mud, <laughs> and the pig scurries off. Cornelius! Uh, guys, a little help? Vasa is going to go after Seamus. Seamus. Seamus? Seamus. All right. Same That's thing. You're going to roll a dexterity or animal handling. Sorry. Uh, 10 total. 10 total. You are able to like grab the pig, but same thing. You kind of have a little bit of slippery feel, but you don't quite fall over, but the pig does escape out of your arms. Seamus, no. Where's Jefferson? Oh, there's a third pig. <laughs> oh I guess I'm going to go look for, for Jefferson. All right. You don't see Jefferson anywhere in the like courtyard area that she's running around in. So you would assume that Jefferson has probably made it a little bit further out than the other two. I guess I'm going further out. Circle back to you because um, it's going to take you a little bit of time to find him. Actually, go ahead and roll a survival check to see if you can like do any survival. sort of tracking. Survival. I'm a musician, man. <laughs> But you also were a traveling nomadic tribe. So. That's true. That's true. Seven. Yeah, you can't find that big yet. I figured I would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to get up out of this dang mud, and I'm going to roll again for Mr. Cornelius. Okay. This is for Cornelius, some... come back out of my back. <laughs> um, She gets up, and she's like, Corn and she just slips again because I rolled a six. Yep, so you landed on your front the first time, yeah. and then you stand up and just laying right on your back, and you are just covered in mud she's now. She's just like, Yukon! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vasta is going to go after same. He's going to get up and go after Seamus. Seamus again? Yeah. Same one? Yep. Yep, same one. Uh, 19. All right, so you're... 
farmer instincts finally kick in. You're like, oh, I used to kind of do some of this stuff. Right. And you're like, I don't actually have to grab the pig. I can just corral the pig. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of doing like this basketball stance back and forth shuffle, directing the pig back into the pen. And you're able to successfully close the pen so it doesn't run back out. But you'll know you'll have to open it and close it for the next ones that they come in. Thank you for saving my Seamus. And the old lady comes up and hugs you. It's nice to see you, Amelia. and you know um so vasto i mean he's just too kind you know he's like nice to see you too (laughs) you'll notice that now you have a nice uh mud stain along the your pant legs from when she had hugged you no miss you're now in the woods still trying to find this third pig i'm gonna pull up my lyre and start singing don't you want someone to love don't you need (laughs) somebody to love you better find somebody to love. So just playing some gentle music. It's Jefferson Starship. This Jefferson is no Starship. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say that you do feel, or you start sensing a pig coming towards you because it's very curious as to what this <laughs> what is that calming, like? calming music is. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> There's a pig coming towards me. Mm-hmm. So you got a pig coming towards you. My cat senses are going off. <laughs> <laughs> so you, if you do a good performance check, we'll be able to start leading this pig back to... I'm like the pig piper, man. Pig piper. All right, performance check. Correct, sir. 26. All right, so yep, you have a pig starting to follow you as you are laying on your... Did you say your loot? What did you say? Liar. Liar. I okay. figured pigs like bass for some reason. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> so, Vaso, you got your pig in just kind of crawling it around. And then you're looking around, and you see Nomis just walking out of the woods, playing his lyre. One pill makes you larger. <laughs> and then a pig is just walking behind him. <laughs> Which brings us to woods. Meanwhile, <laughs> in the mud pits. All right. At this point, I am, like, mothering this pig. <laughs> and I got it. Twelve, and I'm like, you got Cornelius. Get your little tail over here right now. <laughs> Who are your friends, Amelia? This one's not a very good pig wrangler. I'm trying. <laughs> and then with that, Amelia is going to help you out and kind of like block off the other side. And she's like, stop trying to grab it. Just do the shuffle. Just do the shuffle. And she like looks like a crab going back and forth. <laughs> Just do this. We'll, we'll direct him there. And then as you guys are, like, trying really hard to get this pig to go in there, both Amelia and Woods, Nomis, you just kind of walk by with your music, <laughs> and you guys just see this pig just walk beside and just walk into it. I throw my hands up in the air, and I just walk away. I'm like, I'm screw the pig. I'm done. And then Amelia will take over and finish getting the pig in the pen. So you guys have successfully saved all three pigs, and they're now in the pen. What? Oh, we just they're de- all <laughs> back. Oh, that's wonderful. Wait, where's Wilhelm? I'm on it, and I'm just going to go start playing my song <laughs> all over this small countryside farm. Is and there- hopefully my pig sense hits me again like it did last time. Um, Unless Wilhelm's not a pig. <laughs> Wilhelm is a pig, but you are kind of playing and playing and playing. And you're just not really finding anything. And then you start getting a sense. Well, actually, go ahead and roll a perception check. 17. You start getting a sense that something is following you, but it's a lot bigger than a pig. 
Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> As you start to... I always feel like somebody's watching me. <laughs> now you really get Playing the tricks sense. on me. Now you really get the sense that something or maybe some things are watching you. And you start feeling like you're being stalked a little bit. Oh, boy. How far away am I from the... Go ahead. Uh, I'll say you're probably 500 feet away from the... Farmstead at this point. Five hundred feet. You said you were walking into the woods looking for this pig. I didn't think five hundred <laughs> feet. Going for it's a thirty-minute walk. Five hundred feet. Five hundred like... feet is not a thirty-minute walk. <laughs> well, if he's walking, How slow are you walking? He's serpentining. I'm the gnomish grandma. I guess. <laughs> he's just. He's just. You know, when you search and rescue, you like comb the whole thing. No. I was combing for pigs. Yeah. Combing for pigs. <laughs> That's good. All right, I'm preparing a a spell. What are you doing while you're hearing this? Are you walking back? Or are you? I'm trying to get back to the farm. Okay. So when you're still about, let's say, 400 feet out, a wolf starts coming lunging out at you. You said you repaired something, so I'm yeah. waiting to uh, see what that was. <laughs> uh, thunderclap. Uh, it's a cantrip. Each creature other than you within five feet must make a constitution saving throw. All right. Let me do a con save for my wolf. Seven. That fails. Okay. Oh, snap. Um, just takes 1d6 thunder damage. One. All right. Well, Never used it. The really loud thunder sound also scares this wolf, so it starts bounding towards you, and then you do your thunder clapping. It kind of whimpers, frightens, and then turns and runs off into the woods. Thunder. <laughs> I have a reason for selecting some of these spells. <laughs> just trying to make sure I'm a good player. Uh, I create a burst of thunderous sound, which can be heard a hundred feet away. Okay. Whatever you want to do with that. Yeah. I mean, you hear quite a bit of scampering around the wolf. You realize wasn't alone. He had a pack with him, but your sudden thunderous strike makes him think like a rainstorm's coming or something. So they're like, all right, we got to get out of here. So they all kind of peel off and run the other way. But then you kind of put two and two together that there's a lot of wolves that are out right now in this Wilhelm dusk time. Wilhelm was dinner. Wilhelm probably didn't make it. Okay. Weep, weep. This little piggy went to market. All right, I'm heading back to the farm. Well, hello, everyone. Amelia, introduce me to your friends. Oh, this is um, Benson's um, squad. His, oh, his how is Benson? He's doing pretty good. Unfortunately, he couldn't make it out this time, um, but uh, he sends his bad. regards. Yeah, send him my love. Well, he's hoping that maybe you can cook him up a rhubarb pie again. Anytime he wants. Tell Benson he's welcome out here anytime. Okay, well, we should make one for him and we'll bring it back with us. Who are your friends, Amelia? Oh, yes, my friends. This is Woods. Hi. She's going to like like get the mud off her hand and like go to shake her hand. Hello. Nice to meet you, w- Woods. Yes, it's uh, short for Melwood. I see. Nice to meet you. Thank you for having us. Of course, thank you for helping, should I say, trying help <laughs> wrangle my pigs. And just like that, every granddaughter just looks down. <laughs> and this is uh, my buddy Vaso. Well, hello, Vaso. Hey, nice to meet you. You you look like you've wrangled a pig before. Yeah, I, I grew up on the farm, so I, uh, I know how to lovely. do that. lovely. Amelia, how is Benson? He's doing pretty good. He's really excited for your rhubarb pie that we were going to bring him. When we... Oh, yes. You tell Benson I'll make him a rhubarb pie anytime he wants. 
And then this is my last, the last friend, and he, I'm hoping to be my protege in the air fields, um, Nomis. No, Nomis? Yes, Nomis. And I take off my hat and bow and please, pleased to meet you, Amelia's grandmother. Whoa, well, isn't that darling? <laughs> we just call her nice Graham. Nice to meet you too. Well, Graham, I, I, I don't think, well, I see we're still missing one. Did you not find the fourth pig? Uh, I, I did not. And I look at Amelia like, mm. oh, Wilhelm? <laughs> yeah, it looks like Wilhelm's going to be out for a little bit longer, Graham. Oh, I was raising him special. Oh, did, well, we could talk about this inside maybe. Is he ever... was going to make a lovely rack of bacon. I probably did for somebody. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Well, why don't we, uh, and she's going to look at Vaso and Woods and be like, "Um, why don't we wash up in the river before we head inside? That would be great. I managed to stay clean. Make a a deck save, Nomis. As you do that last little, (laughs) as you do that last little bow. Freaking (laughs) friggin'. Twenty-two. Oh, oh. <laughs> you are welcome to just go in with Amelia because she also stayed clean as well. You'll notice that Amelia has not hugged her grandmother yet <laughs> because her grandmother is also covered in mud. Well, come on inside, everyone. I baked a fresh, fresh batch of cookies. Oh, you don't even have to ask me twice. Lead Whoa, the way. Well, you got to go get cleaned. I will make sure there's cookies when you get here. Uh, uh, and I do like a little grin. No, go wash up. You're dirty. Vasa is gonna go up to Nomis and, be, and pat him on the back with hand on his mu- <laughs> with mud on his hand. Say thanks for looking out for the cookies for us. Um, what's a sprinting? She's gonna sprint to the river, dunk in, and head back. If there's snacks involved, we're <laughs> headed there. All right, sounds good. So Woods just dives into this river. It's fairly cold, but it's like refreshing. Mm-hmm. And you start scrubbing off everything. And then you remember that you guys left from battle and came straight here. So you do not have a change of clothes. Well, let's see what Graham has. <laughs> Vaso, what are you doing? Yeah, Vaso, he goes out to the river and he takes off his clothes. Well, uh, huh, can you wait till I leave, please? Golly. <laughs> And he jumps in the river, completely ignoring Woods. Farm boy. <laughs> yep. These boys. So then, are you going to wash your clothes or are you going to keep your clothes dirty? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna lightly wash it because I don't want to get too wet because um, I want to be able to put it back on. But Let's say like you use your undershirt or something as like a washcloth to clean off your clothes yep. so you can wear everything but your undershirt. Yeah, that works. Nomis, I don't think you'd notice the mud stain on your back. Probably not. Okay. Yeah, but Nomis, you get to you get to taste a cookie before anybody else oh, does. All right. It's terrible. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> great cookies, Graham. It's it's very salty. Like that salmon leather I had. <laughs> uh, May you- I ask what you have to drink, Graham? <laughs> Oh, sure. I think there's some milk in the fridge. (laughs) Wait, I think I have a wineskin on me, and I drink water out of it. Yeah, exactly. So Woods and Vasa, you guys come in. Woods, you're just, like, dripping. And Vasa, you come in, and you're not as clean as Woods, but you're also not, you know, 
needing to change of clothes. Oh, welcome back, everyone. Would you like some cookies? Oh, yes, you should. You should have like three of them at once. I would absolutely love a cookie. Awesome. And which is going to give her hair like a shake and it kind of like like poofs out and like yeah. Uh, Granny notices that she says, "Oh, you're soaking wet, dear." Do, yeah, you wouldn't happen to have like a towel, and she's like, "Grab it." You don't know have Oh, mm. and Noma starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me wow. see if I can rustle you up some dry they, clothes. And she just like, as soon as she turns around, she's gonna like spit that into her hand and just. And Basto like, sees this, and he's like, "Uh, yeah, he's not gonna take a bite of the cookie. <laughs> he just puts the cookie, uh, cookie in his pocket." Graham, these are so good. Oh, good! Um, I put a little extra sugar in there this time. Yum, yum. There's extra something in there. Love, I think. <laughs> Amelia. Anyway, Amelia, thank you for coming to help me figure out who's been stealing my food. Yeah, we got to make sure that, um, you know, we catch the culprit. And I brought some friends along to help out. Oh, great. You're, you're all here to help me? Yeah, yeah. Well, we got we to gotta get Wood some Well, clothes. I should be honored to have four members of the Order of Light helping this little old gnome find her d- farm thief. Yep. Ten hours for a farm thief. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll catch it, but I think we probably need to rest because we have had a very long day. Yeah. I'm, oh, of course. Yes, I'm. I'm sure Wilhelm will find his way back on his own. Uh, yeah, Graham. Is there um? Maybe a, a, a like a bedroom or like a hay bale or something that we could sleep in. Oh, sure. I think I have some spare blankets. You can, you can sleep in here. Perfect. Uh, so Granny disappears into the house and she comes back with a pile of blankets as tall as she is. Oh, and it's sweet. actually incredible to see this this old woman lift these things because it looks like she should barely be able to lift one blanket, but she's got a whole pile of them, and they are big and fluffy, kind of lumpy blankets, so you can roll them out on the floor and sleep on those as, like, padding, and there's enough blank. She she makes a second trip and comes back with more blankets, so you've you just got all the blankets you could need to sleep on the floor comfortably. Perfect. And then she comes back with a third trip, and these ones are like hand knit Afghans that she made. <laughs> yes. Oh, the, these ones are my favorite. You'll love these. Um, Woods is gonna take a, a bunch of blankets, and she's actually at some point gonna take her clothes off to hang dry, and then wrap herself in a blanket, nice and tight. Okay. And then I'm exhausted, so I'm definitely yeah, gonna we... set up shop with all my blankets, my Afghans. So you guys will set up that evening, Amelia is more than happy to have like a slumber party with you guys. So she's going to stay out and sleep on the floor in the living room with you guys. I have a question. Is there any other food besides these salt cookies? Yeah. It, I think Graham might have mixed up the sugar and salt. Yeah, it she's, happens. She's been doing that a little bit lately. She's been having a food thief. I don't think there's much food here because they've been thieved. Well, I mean, so who's is the thief stealing the food from her fridge or stealing like her crops? Well, well, Graham was telling me that they are stealing it from the fields. So like she'll go out and like her carrots are dug up. Okay. So it's her crops. Or like a chicken's missing okay. goat. Does she know when? I like, just what time found of day? more blankets. <laughs> Does she know what time of day it's happening? Is this happening at night or during the day? Um, she says it's happening at night. She says she she's tried to stake out. 
Okay. But then she just wakes up the next morning. I, I don't think she can make it past. Amelia, I found your graduation for yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> well, since Vaso had a nice nap. I love her. He's he's still pretty energized. Like he's still got some energy. So he's gonna go he's gonna go stake out. Okay. Sounds good. This is why we let you sleep. <laughs> so we can take your You're night welcome. Shift. Thanks. Yep. So I'll I'll take the first shift i guess if, if anybody or i could try to do the whole thing i mean i only need four hours so i'm gonna have a couple snacks from my purse um and then i'll come relieve you okay you just hear a cacophony of things like falling off a shelf in the other room <laughs> at this point and a, a couple seconds pass and you hear i'm all right <laughs> <laughs> oh look my old bowling trophy all right, as you guys are sitting in this living room, you're looking around, and other than the mountain and mountain of blankets that she has brought out to you, all of her furniture is very old <laughs> and worn in, and there's just everything on the walls. Of course, it's got wallpaper, lots of pictures hanging, and just little knickknacks like on every shelf possible. And then over in the corner, you see a whole bunch of pictures of Amelia, a little bit younger. and She's next to a different air elemental ship, like in each of them. And you can put together that that is the... Oh, I see you found Amelia's old uh, flying trophies. Leader of the Crimson Buffalo race for a while there. Isn't that right, Amelia? Yeah, Graham. It was a time of my life. It was a lot of... You were so wonderful then. I think I still am wonderful, though, Graham. Oh, oh, yes, of course, dear. I just mean, like, you had such a, those were such an achievement. You did so well. Yeah, I'm really hoping to maybe bring Nomis down to the old track and see how he does with those uh, little kit planes. You think that little kitty cat could be a crimson <laughs> buffalo? Well, I think it'd be Grand, fun to see Grand, this cat was born to be a crimson buffalo. I have no idea what that is, but. Um, was if you say so, Sonny. Rub his ears. I'm going to. Have my claws come out and be like, a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia, who are your friends? And that's going to continue on. Graham's <laughs> going to keep trying to talk to you until it gets a little bit later in the evening, and then you'll see her start to like nod off. <laughs> and Amelia will walk Graham back to her room. Vasa, you're going to take the first watch. You're out there, and you really just enjoy being on the farm again and kind of like looking out. And it's very peaceful. You see the animals moving around. Uh, you, you look at the crops, and they're all like you know, growing like they should. But nothing happens. Of course. That evening. Alas, the bod is needing a break. So I, your humble innkeeper, shall give a few announcements. Hey guys, it's Sam. I just wanted to take a quick moment and thank you so much for listening. If you hadn't had the opportunity yet, we really strongly encourage you to check out our website at caradresstales.com. You'll find links there for our Discord and our Instagram. Go ahead and follow us at at caradresstalesdnd. This is where we post a lot of funny in-studio videos and um, photos of us here. Thank you so, so much for following along on this journey. I cannot believe we're already knee-deep in season two. Again, we really appreciate that you can do anything with your time and you're choosing to spend it with us. I hope you enjoy the show. Hmm. 
Great. It appears the bard is back and ready to continue his tale. It is the next morning. Vasa, you have stayed up doing your lookout. Had a nice peaceful night. Didn't see anything. Graham makes you guys a big breakfast and she kind of does the same thing where she's putting in like way too much butter than she needs to put in and kind of mixing things up, having a little bit of a rough time in the kitchen, but she's trying to make breakfast. Do you kids want uh, pig-shaped pancakes? That would be lovely, Graham. We Thank you. That would be great. Do. Oh, that's great. I, uh, let me get right on that. Can we help? Is there anything we can help you with? Make breakfast? Uh, no, I did. Let me let me make you breakfast. I I got it. And oh, Amelia, can you help me in the kitchen? Yeah, I can. Great. Yes. And Granny goes for the salt instead of the flour. Oh, I think you want the flour, Graham. Oh, is that not the flour, Amelia? Who are your friends? <laughs> and basically, that's what it's like for the next day during the daylight hours. Amelia will try to give you guys some reprieve and kind of give you a tour of the farmstead. And you'll see that grandma's got basically everything you can think of on a small farm. So she's got chickens, goats, pigs. Um, Then she's got some vegetable gardens. And you definitely see some of the vegetables have been dug up kind of crudely because like the whole line of carrots, for example, is there. But then like the middle third of it's dug up for some reason. You're not sure why. And so Mia's like, this is kind of what grandma's talking about where stuff will just kind of go missing. She they tried, got my carrots last week. She'll she'll try to stay up, but she can just never catch the culprit. They just wake up the next morning and something is missing. It's never anything massive, but, you know, carrots here, a chicken there, some pears. The chickens went Tuesday night. Can either of you, like, I don't know, track? Are you familiar enough with Basso with farms and woods as a yeah, I was gonna, woodland <clears throat> being? Uh, uh, yeah, so Vasa, he's gonna, he, he wants to like look around and like using his farming background, see if he can, uh, sniff out, you know, why this is happening or if I can, if I can figure out like if it's a, if it's like an animal that's taking the, the food or if it's, if it's actually like people. Okay. Go ahead and roll a survival check as you're walking around the perimeter of the, um, farmstead. Uh, four. Yeah, you definitely don't notice anything out of the ordinary, especially since you guys had that fiasco with the pig last night. So you see like a bunch of tracks and you kind of put together that you guys probably have ruined any tracks that would have been there. Okay. Anything else before we fast forward to that evening? Is, I need, I would like to talk to Amelia without Graham in your shot. Would you have an opportunity to? Um, your grandma's wonderful. Isn't she great? She is such a sweet lady. She was such a big supporter of me and, you know, being on the Crimson Buffaloes. Oh, my gosh. I can totally tell. Um, Just hear me out. Do we think maybe she's forgetting that she's taking the food? I'm really hoping not because I, 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 but I have to admit she has been a little forgetful lately. Yeah, I just... I don't know, like, you know, six carrots, a chicken. I don't necessarily know who would, I, 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 like, obviously we're going to continue to help, but I just wanted to float that out there. Yeah, maybe we can just stay for a couple of days and yeah. see if anything happens, like, while we're here. Absolutely. You know, like, just try to keep an eye on things, and then that way we can maybe determine if it's Graham or maybe there is something actually going on. Absolutely. Thank you. 
My rosemary! They got my rosemary! Look, Amelia! Amelia's friends, come over and look at this! <laughs> uh, they snipped a sprig of my rosemary! Do you see this? I, yeah. And you will see a fresh stip of, you know, stem missing. Well, I think tonight maybe, can we set up a watch maybe? Yeah, I can take, I, I'm pretty well rested. I can give it a whirl. Amelia, I just had an idea. Okay, what's your Why idea? don't you and I do aerial search? Oh, that's a pretty ship, good idea. And I can get more practice flying the ship. I think that's a good idea. Hey, I'm down with being down on the ground. Okay. Um, I was get... meant for the skies. Yeah, Vasa's going to get some rest, but he's also, like, before he goes to sleep, he's going to kind of look around the house. Maybe, you know, not suspiciously, but, like, you know, just kind of look around, see what kind of ingredients she has around. See if I see any carrots or... <laughs> Sounds good. Go ahead and roll an investigation. Rosemary or... I mean, it sounds know. like she's making a real good chicken soup. Somebody fake chicken dinner. Uh, 17. Yeah, with the 17, you definitely will see she does have some vegetables and fresh herbs around, but you can't quite tell when they were picked. So she says like her carrots were stolen on Tuesday. Okay. It could these could be from Tuesday, maybe a little bit sooner or later. Um, but the timeline does seem a little bit suspicious. Okay. Uh, no, miss. While you're doing your aerial search, make a perception check. I'm really good at these. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> okay. You yeah. You don't notice anything. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm really focused on flying. Yeah. That was just my excuse to, to go flying. Anything, yeah. yeah. So you land. She doesn't want to do any night travel because. It's not really going to be much to see Ariel at night because there's no lights. Um, so you guys bed in for the night, and you're going to do your watch. Graham tries to watch with you guys, and 7 o'clock, like almost on the dot, she just starts snoring. Aww. And then night's kind of going by. Nothing really is happening. But then right at around probably 11 o'clock at night, yeah. as you guys are sitting out on the front porch just enjoying the night air, you hear a very loud squealing of a pig. And then you look over, and you see a hooded figure running into the woods, carrying a pig. And you get the sense that you would have never guessed this figure was there unless the pig started squealing. I'm after it. Guys. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, I'm I'm after it. Got my bow drawn. I'm hoofing it. Okay. It's got Granny about- Granny is still snoring in the rocking chair on the porch. Mm-hmm. Yep. This figure's got about 150 feet on you okay. from when you last saw him. And he, after hearing that the- pig squeal do you see him just start sprinting i'm sprinting okay what are you vaso and nomus doing i am right behind her just sprinting sprinting away yeah i'm i'm gonna use my feline agility and do a quick 60 foot dash so nomus is going to take the lead in this little run and then i'm assuming it's going to be woods and then vaso since vaso's a dwarf and a little bit slower right here i'm a half orc half orc i keep thinking you're a dwarf I have 30 feet, and if I do dash, it'll be 60 feet. Okay, so also in woods, you guys are kind of neck and neck, mm-hmm. but uh, Nomus with the cat-like agility has gotten a little bit of a lead. So Nomus, you make it to the tree line first, and go ahead and roll a survival check to see if you can pick up the trail of this. Uh, like You see where you went in, so you definitely know like I'm going to go here, but now you're going to have to do a survival to try to follow. 17. You are able to find the track, and you just keep moving through, and you're doing your cat-like agility, and bobbing left, right, up, down, you know, everything like that. Vasa Woods, you guys are a little bit slower to get there, so I'm going to have you guys roll a survival check as well. What's our, what terrain are we in? 
You guys are leaving the farmstead and you're getting into some woods. Is it like a mountain, would you call it? Yes. I have. That is my favorite terrain. So you have advantage on that? I have advantage. Okay. I rolled an eight. Uh, we're doing, you said survival? Survival. Uh, non-natural 20. Okay. Woods, you're able to figure out exactly where you go. You can also see Gnomus in the distance at this point, but it's getting, it's nighttime already, so you kind of lose track of the cat because it's just so far ahead of you. Mm -hmm. But you're able to pick up your trail and you're following behind a little bit more. You see that Vasa is kind of stuck, not really knowing where to go. Okay. Are you going to loop Vaso in or are you going to just keep trolling on with leaving him behind? Oh, no, I don't want to make too much noise. I don't want them to know where we are. Okay, so you're going to leave Vaso. And yeah, just... I'm just going to keep going. All right, sounds good. No miss. You hear something coming up with your survival check. You've followed this trail. You're head, looking down, and you start hearing like a crackling, like maybe a footsteps in front of you. Are you going to do anything? Uh, I think my first instinct would be to slow down a little bit and kind of catch my bearings and figure out where these footsteps are coming from. Okay, it sounds like there's this thicket of trees, like, Think of like some bushes that you can't quite see through. You see some light with your dark vision, but you can't make out what it is on the other side of it. Uh, can I cast? Well, how far is the running man for me? You're not sure. I want to cast, um, do my dancing lights cantrip around okay. the bush. All right. So you cast the dancing lights. Yep. Four torch sized lights within range, making them appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs that hover in the air. All right. You hear a big squeal when that happens. And then a pig comes running out, and you'd recognize it as one of the Jefferson. Pigs. Jefferson. My <laughs> buddy Jefferson. It was Jefferson. You recognize it as Jefferson and come running out, but you were so focused on casting your spell and trying to like react to what's happening that it just runs right into you. And you both kind of go tumbling as you know the pig got startled. And we'll come back to you in a second. Okay. Woods Vasa, go ahead and roll another survival check to see if you caught up. Twelve. Seven. You guys are trailing a little bit behind because it's getting dark and you kind of lost the trail. Nomus also kind of ruined it a little bit because he was running right over the top of it. So you had a little bit of struggle with this. But then you start, you see this bright lights and you hear some squealing pigs. And you're like, oh, there's something over there. So you start running in that direction. Same thing, you kind of see this thicket. You have, do those lights stay on for a while? Uh, yeah, up to a minute. So you see these dancing lights kind of roaming around and you see that there are two pigs just kind of wandering around okay both of them kind of like a little bit freaked out okay i'm gonna try to go towards the lights do you want to get the pigs or you want to come with us uh, i'm not missing out on the action i'm, I'm going with you guys <laughs> all right sounds good let's go nomus you see your compatriots kind of come out and they're walking towards you i'm gonna give them like a remembering our hand signals with wallace like yes. a like a yeah uh, like a like a, like a yeah quiet and i'm gonna point towards the bush. You guys, Vaso and Woods, you see a pig holding up a front hoof at you and then like pointing at the woods. Huh. At the bush? At a Meanwhile, bush? Meanwhile, there's another pig that is running around squealing. One pig looks a little bit scared and confused. The other pig looks like it's giving you sign language. Like a pig person? Like a pig. <laughs> not a pig person? Not a pig person. Okay. Um, I'm going to look at- Does it have hair on it? No, it does not. I'm gonna... So we, we can't distinguish- Anything. You cannot like distinguish the two pigs, no. <laughs> Other than one's running around and one seems oddly calm. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at Nomas and I'm going to do like the you do eye. Not, you did not see Nomas. I don't see Nomas. It's just no, me. You, and... you see two pigs. I'm, I'm with anyone? You're with Vaso. Va Vaso's like, oh. is that pig giving us sign language? Yeah, I'm going to. 
I'm Gomez, gonna... you see your party members kind of looking at you confused, and you hear Vasa say, is that pig giving us sign language? And I'm just going to like look around me and like... You're a lot lower to the ground than you remember being. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I remember falling? You remember the pig running into you, and then when you went to get up, you saw your compatriots coming in. Okay, I'm going to pull my bow out, and I'm going to... Um, I think something's going out. I don't trust this pig, Yeah. so I feel like this is the... Like a pig is stealing pigs. So I'm going to pull my bow out and draw it and hold it to this pig. And then I'm like, why don't you go? And I'm going to nod at Voss and be like, go check the bush. All right. So I, I go over around and avoid the pig. No, miss, you're seeing one of your compatriots pulling an arrow at you. And I'm just I'm just going to break silence. And like, what are you doing? And you guys are. Who are you? I'm no miss. And you're, wink, what are you wink, doing? Wink, 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 wink. I don't speak pig. Oh, do I? <laughs> oink, 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 oink. Uh, Basta, yeah, what ba- are you doing during this? Basta, he's going to make his way over to the bush and see what's going on over there. You don't really see anything in the bush. You definitely see that it's been ruffled up, so you see, like, leaves and stuff have fallen off of it. Okay. You know, nothing else is out of the ordinary. There you go. There's the pig noises. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Did you guys get those? That's just John. <laughs> That's just John being a pig. John. All right, Vasso, did you? What's in the bush? Uh, just it looks like somebody might have been here, but there's nobody here. I feel like this pig is the per- the perpetrator. <laughs> well, what? Let's it's no let's, miss. Let's take wait, wait, let's wait. take the pig back and lock him up in the pen. What don't I, you get? <laughs> let's uh, right, let's start. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start corralling the pig back. Wait, which pig? The the big one. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> you you're gonna just wrap him up with your rope or something. All right, and I'm just gonna the whole time I have my like my arrow. Out what are here. you guys doing? So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my rope around his torso. <laughs> what are you doing with this response? I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'm gonna get my rapier out. All right, you realize you have hooves. You don't have any. Of- <laughs> all right, I'm gonna be like running all over the place, freaking out, screaming. Why do I have hooves? So I'm supposed to have should, claws. I shoot it? What should I do? Bacho should probably roll animal handling. Yep, go ahead and roll animal handling against your, I guess, competing animal handling. Well, I failed. That's about right. Uh, <laughs> whatever you got. Six, it's, 16 I'm total. Okay. Pretty sure it's better than mine. 16 versus one. Okay. The pig is scrambling around, freaking out, but you're kind of comfortable with pigs, and it's acting a lot like a normal pig now. So you're able to... Easily hog tie it up. Yep. You know, like all four paws, all four hooves. Yeah. And you can carry it back. During this time, Woods, you're able to secure the other pig, which you know is Jefferson. Okay. And you guys are able to make it back. At this point, you've lost the trail because the pigs have just been running around all over the mess of it. And you guys are able to uh, walk back to to the farmstead, knowing at least you saved Jefferson. Um, before we leave, I'm gonna like. We're like, we're, we're no miss. We're yelling for you. No hey, miss. no miss. No, 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 no. Buddy, we no. got him. No miss. No miss. <laughs> I don't. Why when is you, the pig moving? When you get back to the farm, Granny is awake and she is actually meets you out, out by the edge of the woods. She says, Oh, you got my Jefferson back. Thank you. And who's this one? It's Sebastian. Is that you? <laughs> Sebastian, you haven't. It's been weeks. Where have you been? Um, I'm gonna like look at Amelia and be like, oh, I don't think this is like just kind of shake my head. Um, like I definitely, I feel like Fossil and I both 
feel like something's up with this pig. Like it was giving us call signs. <laughs> That's unique. So I don't know if this is this this pig person is stealing pigs. Maybe we should. Maybe we <laughs> should watch. The pig it? was doing sign language. Yeah, it was like, so weird. Strange. And it was the thing that was weird was it's the same signs that like they're oddly specific signs. I mean, it's hard to understand a pig doing sign language with just two hooves. Yeah, it was weird. All right, so Vasta's gonna where's put the, the where's the kitty cat friend of yours? Yeah, so Vasta's gonna back? put the pig <laughs> in the pen. And then he's going to go back out and look for Nomus. So you go look out for Nomus and you're not able to find him, obviously. About four hours later, I assume you guys are watching this pig to make sure it's not stealing other pigs or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I would say we have it hogtied still. Okay. Or like we have it in its own pen. We'll say we untied it in its own little pen. Okay. So Nomus, you've had your own pen to kind of wander around in. About- oh, so I'm free now? Yeah, you're free. Well, inside a pen. Oh. Is I he- think I would have like tried to like stand up and like... Dance, like play charades. What is with like, this pig? Still try to talk like it's me, you moron. Like, I just feel like we just like look over and there's just this pig on two feet, like like just like I'm putting, I'm and putting like, my hooves to my eyes and like back at you, like <laughs> and then about four hours later, Nomus, you start to feel like this big pressure in your head and you start kind of squealing like a pig would and you guys are like oh something else is happening with this pig and then you watch it and two little cat ears like poke out the top of this pig head and then it starts to reform and then all of a sudden you have you see Nomus's face what? N- on a pig body on a pig body <laughs> uh, n- what Vaso. are you all doing <laughs> what the what the <sighs> pulling weapons on me what? you're a wrangling pig. me Look what, at you! What, what, what did you what? did you like accidentally put a spell on you or something? Yeah, I cast pig thyself on my on myself. Why are what I, the? F- I, I don't know. I, I, I ran ahead, saw the figure, thought he was in a bush, and then this pig ran into me, and that's when you all showed up. When we showed up, there was pig you and another pig, and nothing in the bush. I had no idea. I turned into a pig. It's like two pigs in a bush. Well, are, are you still a, is the rest of him is he still a pig? So over the next couple hours, different limbs start to. This is not form. a good look for me. Like, <laughs> and then after about a three-hour time frame, Nomus is back, and now it's getting close to morning. What happened? I don't know where that figure went. I'm guessing he was magical. This feels maybe, like magic. Maybe he cast a spell on me. Maybe Graham isn't who she says she is. And these pigs are running away for a reason. I don't know. I'm really weirded out. I'm Why a, does all this stuff happen to me? I don't know. I'm also weirded out. You are a pig. I almost shot. I almost I, shot you. You probably would have killed me because <laughs> you're a pig. Because <laughs> I'm a pig. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sorry, I tied and you. This up one there, manhandled buddy. me. Like, <laughs> sorry about that, bud. You need to cut your nails. I got nicks all over me. <laughs> Anybody in the mood for some bacon? We're just going to jump forward a little bit to the following evening and say that nothing of note really happened during the day. Granny continued to make you question her uh, lucidity. Uh, She made lunch that was edible, and she conked out on the rocking chair on the porch at 7 p.m. Are we going to... All right. 
we need a plan for this pig guy comes back again. I think we need to make a special like hoof symbol where if we turn I into tried a pig, doing that. <laughs> no, you literally put your hoof in the air. I thought I was giving you the Wallace wave. I don't know. <laughs> the Wallace the Wallace wave. Wave. I, I say, okay, so they're stealing the pigs, right? Well, and the carrots and the chickens. Okay. I was going to say set some traps maybe. I think whatever this is is going to be smarter than traps. As you guys are sitting there thinking, you hear a chicken start clucking. And out in the distance on the other edge of the field, you see a same shadowy figure. And you see it's got like a sack full of something. And then it's got a chicken and it's running into the woods. And as soon as the chicken starts making noise, same thing. You would have never guessed this figure was there until the chicken started squawking. shoot my bow at it. All right. So go ahead and roll with disadvantage because I think you're outside your range. Uh, 16. 16 is going to hit. So you're able to hit the shoulder of this figure. Okay. But it's going to kind of not brush it off. Like you'd see that he takes the hit, but he's not going to slow down and just take more of them. So he takes off into the woods. I'm going to assume we're following him. What time of day is it? It is probably the same thing around 11 at night. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't, just the don't, let, him, don't let him touch to, you. You want to turn into a chicken. I mean, I'm, I shot it and I'm like running. Yeah, Vasa. Yeah, he's, don't he's let running. it touch you. Well, now we know. As you guys kind of get to the wood line, same thing. You are rolling your survival checks. You don't have to roll them. And you're trying to pick out this trail. And this one is a little bit easier to find because Woods did hit it in the shoulder. So it is bleeding. So you're able to find a little bit of a blood trail. But trail's really hard to follow. So it takes you quite a bit of time of backtracking, going through and trying to be like, nope. That was a dead-end trail. Like you get the sense that this is an intelligent being that's kind of led you some astray a little bit. He probably would have got away except for that he got that injury. So every once in a while you lose a trail, but then you find a spot of blood. You're like, okay, yep. And you eventually find it. It takes you most of the evening to kind of traverse through these woods. And then you see the trail goes into a um, cliff wall. Into a what? Into a cliff wall. So the trail just ends at a cliff. Like, you look up the cliff, so like okay, like a wall. Can we touch it? You're going to try to touch the cliff? The wall. Yeah, I want to like put my hands all over it to see if they're like a, if it's like an illusion or if it's actually in a wall. So as you walk into, as soon as you get within about five feet of the wall, the illusion breaks and you guys just see Woods walk into a cliff face wall because the actual face of the cliff is about another five feet from that illusion wall. And there's just a door. I saw some wizards do that once at a train station with a bunch of luggage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, I'm going to, if I turn around, do I see them behind me or do I just see the cliff? Yes, you would see them, but you guys would just see a cliff face. Like Woods walked into solid stone. I'm going to open the, uh, I'm going to open the door. Should we we go in after? Yeah. You want, you want to go in together? See if it, see if we run into (laughs) So there are, (laughs) so I said there's a door, there's a double door. So there's a door on the right and a door on the left. Are we all in there at this point? I assume if you guys followed her, you would. Yeah. Same thing. In a five-foot distance, all three of you can be in that space. So you would walk through, and you'd be like, I'm going to hit the wall. I'm going to hit the wall. But then like, you try to put your hand on it, and your hand just goes through it. And you're like, oh, it's just an illusion. And then same thing. As soon as you pass that five-foot barrier, you can see these double doors built into this cliff face. Mm, right or left or both? Right. Together or split? Uh, I think we need to stay together in case one of us turns into an animal again. Okay. We're not going to know, you know um, who's who. <clears throat> uh, all right. I'm going to... Try to open the door on the right. Yep. You open the door on the right, and the floor gives out beneath you, and you're going to fall 10 feet 
and make a dexterity saving throw. Crit. Yeah. You take the full 3d6 of damage as you fall on some spikes that had also been dug into the ground pointing up. Eight damage. So Woods opens the door on the right-hand side and it just immediately falls, ah! <laughs> just like that, ah! and ah! gets impaled on some spikes on the ground. It was a pit pit trap. Is there anything on the other Definitely side of the Definitely the left door. The left door, guys. The door on the left. There is nothing. So you could tell that it was a trap door that when you open the door, the floor uh, gives out. Do you have some rope you can throw down to our friend? Basso. We established. You guys have rope, and you, or you have like trees you can get. I'm going to climb out. Watch where you're stepping. Just joking. Are you okay? Is what I meant to say. <laughs> okay. Are we all ourselves? Let's go. Am I a chicken? You're not a chicken. You are okay. a... What elf? What elf? Fantastic. Okay. So the left door. So the left door. Let's, let's have open it. Yeah. Okay. How about we maybe <laughs> check for traps? Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll just go and open it. All right, you open the left door and you're just perfectly fine. It's oh, a door. Of course. See? No problem. See? She says and she's like gonna holding go her like bloody shoulder. As you open the left door, it opens into what you can tell is a natural cave system. So somebody had built this door to cover the cave entrance to try to keep it hidden between that and the illusionary wall. As you're walking through this cave system, you can tell it's illuminated by luminescent with mushrooms, but about three quarters of the mushrooms have been cut off. Like somebody has gone through and cut the mushroom tops off of them. But there's enough that have been regrown that you can see relatively easy as you're working your way through this cave system. You see stalagmites, stalactites, everything's working out fine. There's really only one way to go. And you just keep working your way down. And John, what do they get to? You're making your way through the cave system and you find yourself in just kind of like a narrow corridor. And you notice that along the rock wall to your right, a like the moss that grows in the cave is starting to grow a lot thicker on your on the right-hand wall. And as you are walking through this passageway, you come up to a four-way intersection. On your left, there is a, another corridor where there's moss growing along the left-hand wall. On your right, there's another corridor with moss growing along the right-hand wall. And dead ahead, there is a corridor with moss growing. On the right hand wall. So there's right there. Okay. There's moss on the right in two directions, moss on the left in one direction. Okay. And you said when I've on the corridor on the left, where's the moss? Left. The left hand wall. So like it's right there. Okay. And then yep. the corridor straight ahead of us. Right. Is on the right and the corridor to the right, the moss is on the right wall. So those are the three options to go without going back the way you came. Okay. But where's the moss growing on the inner, like the, the corridor, corridor we're, we're in. in? Is there moss? Oh, uh, on the right. Both both ahead of you, and while you're still facing forward, it's always on your right from where you came in. Uh, right, left, or forward? I mean, my natural instinct is to go left. Mine's to go forward. I got it wrong last time, but I'll go right again. <laughs> <laughs> Are we splitting up? <laughs> I don't know if I like this idea. All right, left it is. We go left. All right. You all go left. The moss continues to grow along the left-hand wall. You feel yourselves turning. Uh, as if you have like changed direction and you are now kind of going in the direction that would have been the same as straight ahead. So like you just came around the bottom left corner of a square. Okay. Moss is on the left and then the moss stops when you get to another intersection. At this intersection, there's a path forward with no moss and a path to your right with moss on your left. Okay. We can't go left. Uh, you Not from where you are. There's There's just wall to your left. Okay. So forward or right? Yep. Uh, 
Let's go right. Okay. You walk along a corridor. The moss is on your left, and you come upon another intersection. This one's four-way. Okay. Uh, first of all, make a history check, everybody. Three. Or 16. Okay. No, miss. You realize that as you turn to the right from this intersection, you are looking at the first intersection that you came in on. Okay. So you just did three lines in a square. Okay. Uh, so the moss from where you're facing is on your left. Um, straight across from where you just entered this intersection, moss on the left. And if you make a left, the moss is on your right. Guys, we picked the worst person to draw. <laughs> I have zero direction ability. So if somebody wants to take over this. Okay, so where are we? I don't know. I'm lost in my own drawing. So you've essentially just done a square where the moss is along the bottom left wall, uh, like the whole bottom left corner of the square. Okay, so. Do you want to start over? No, no, no. Okay, so that three-way intersection, we made a right. There's moss on the left. Okay, now we're at that four-way intersection. If If we turn right, we're basically looking down the corridor, the first corridor we looked at when we first came in, right? Yeah. So if you look to your right and walked straight out, you would come out the way that you entered. Yeah, so I think you just connect. So I think that's just a long corridor. Yep, exactly. Okay. Okay. Woods is getting some snacks out of her bag. Why don't the boys figure this out? (laughs) Okay, so again, if we look to the left. Um, If you look forward, the moss is on your left. Straight across, the moss is on your left. Yep. And to your left, the moss is on the right. Okay. I think we need to continue with the moss on the left. So we're going to go through the intersection. Okay. So okay. Uh, another intersection. To your right, there is a wall that the moss is along the left-hand side. Uh, to your left is a corridor where the moss is on the left-hand side. And straight ahead of you is a door and a switch. Oh, should we go to the door? Uh, uh, flip yeah. the switch. All right. Wh- so- which, which one are you doing? Well, there's a switch and a door? Yeah. Well, okay, so the door does not have any discernible handle or anything, so you're not exactly sure how you would open it. All right, flip, I so flip what's, the switch. what's the switch? Uh, nothing happens if you flip the switch, but the handle on the switch is a little bit slimy. Ew. Okay, so I'm going to look around, and is the moss in the same space? Is it, are, are they on the same walls? Yeah. Well, the... The, there's no moss on like the the area with the door and the switch. Okay, but like the corridors around us. Yeah, there's there's moss in any direction you go. But nothing changed though when we flipped the switch. No. Can okay, uh, uh, Vaso, I'm gonna flip the switch. You try to push the door at the same time. Okay. I flip the switch and push, and he pushes the door. Nothing. Well, do we keep going? Yeah, let's go down one of these corridors. Obviously, this I think we need to keep going where the moss is on the left. So I guess we're going to make a like you go right left, or, right or yep. left, left. Okay, you're gonna. Uh, if you tell me which direction you're trying to keep the moss on, I can follow you that way. I, I want to keep the moss on the yep. left. Yep. Okay. So you go that way, and you find yourself at another turn. You're turning to your left. The moss stays along your left, and then you find yourself at an intersection. The moss is on your left. If you turn to your left and dead ahead, there is no moss. What about to the right? Nothing to the right. It's a wall. Want to go straight and see what happens? This is all connected. Uh, sure. 
Uh, you're correct. It is all connected. And now you are at the middle left intersection in this sort of square that you have going on. Guys, I'm lost. Like, are we going to get out of this? Patience. So, so the only way... So Patience. The only place we haven't gone is if we go back to the door. To the, bo- the bottom right corner, basically. Yeah. So, all right. So, so that, basically the, we just the made the top like a- left corner. There's nothing. Do, do, I, do we notice anything? Nope. Nothing. Bare stone hallway. So the only thing here is the door. Yep. That's the only thing in the room. And we've been everywhere else. Yep. Yep. You've you've done the whole grid. Um, you haven't gone down like every single hallway, but you have you have seen it all. Do you guys want some turkey leather or some beef leather uh, snack? No, oh. we're trying to figure this out. <laughs> okay. She got those looks. She's just going to stand... Um, so something you noticed is that there is no hallway where there's moss on both sides. There's no hallway where there's moss no on moss on both sides. <clears throat> Every hallway that has moss, it's only on one side. There are no hallways where it's on both sides. You guys just hanging out in that intersection thinking? Or looking at I guess the... so, yeah. Jeez, <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, everybody make a uh, Hold on. investigation Check. I see the map. Okay, hold uh, on. Natty twenty for investigation. Ooh, I got a nine. Okay, okay I think that I, natty. Hold on. Okay, wait. I think I think Nomis might have it. <laughs> Maybe. All right. So if we the main entrance we come into, so if we start at the beginning, if I go forward through the intersection, I go forward through the intersection again, make a right and then a right, and then hit the switch. Close. Um. Vaso, you notice a right hand print on the wall in the moss. The hand, the print, the imprint of a right hand. Uh, where? Oh, uh, okay. Hold on. Just it- on the wall to to your side. It doesn't matter where it is. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so I think we got to keep the moss to the right at all times to get to the door. Okay. So I'm, that's what I'm doing. I think I just read there the map wrong. There you go. Yeah, so you actually end up making sort of a figure eight through this series of passageways, and you find yourself back at the door in the switch. Switch it up. And the door swings open. Good As the door swings open, you are greeted with the sight of what appears to be a small kitchen. You see a rudimentary stove, a makeshift grill over a fire pit. There appears to be some ventilation in the ceiling where the smoke can escape. You see a wash tub that is full of water and a couple of large canteens. And as you scan the room, as the door swings open, you see a shadowy figure in the corner of this kitchen with a butcher's knife in his hand and a headless chicken in the other hand. And this this silhouette is very familiar to you. It is about four feet tall, and the stature is just... it's. You can't quite put your finger on it, but you it, it is familiar to you. Um, excuse me, I think that's our chicken. What? Who? And the figure turns around, steps into the light from your dancing lights, Nomus. You see a very familiar halfling who steps forward and says, What? What are you doing here? Uh, Carmine? Yeah, that's me. Who the hell are you? So the bard's tale has come to a close. Ah, 
What a splendid crowd you have been. We hope we hope we'll see you again at Carriage Rest Inn. Thanks so much for sticking around. This is my favorite part of the podcast where we get to get to know our players. So tonight's question is, do you have a tattoo? Uh, If you do, tell us one of your favorites and why you have it. If you don't, are you against them? Do you have one in mind? Thoughts on tattoos? Go. I do not have a tattoo. Um, I might get one eventually. I just don't know. I just haven't. I just can't make up my mind, you know? Okay. I'm thinking a good, like, Care Dress Tales <laughs> logo branded for you. Just CRT, just right? Just CRT. No, CRT right. I got the perfect tattoo for you. No, don't even show that eye thing. <laughs> oh, where'd it go? <laughs> it's right there. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah, this. Right oh, on your where's, there we Did go. you purposely t- Oh, where's my Th- this mermaid? Is gonna be, uh, this is going to be my teardrop. <laughs> right there. It's going to be a teardrop face. tattoo. <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh, there it is. Let's yeah, I thought about getting an Iron Man tattoo, but... Yeah, you've done a couple Iron, not Iron Man like MCU, Iron Man like I run, swim, and bike. Yeah. So I, I might eventually get one. You should. But like, I don't want it to just be like the Iron Man logo. Like, I want to incorporate other things with it because oh. I feel like just the logo is just too generic. I agree. Too generic to put on my body. I agree. You can put the states <laughs> or something that you got, did the Iron Man's in. Yeah. That's an idea. Florida. Listeners, if you have any ideas, uh, hit us up on social. But you or- need to go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. So what you need to do is be creative and do, like, philanthropist playboy and see if they get Yes, the like, yeah, like, that would be perfect. I love that. Uh, Michael. Um, I have one tattoo that I got in high school. <laughs> you know that. Um, it's three M's mm. on my shoulder. It stands for Mighty Mouse Mike, which was my nickname when I was in high school playing basketball. Nice. Ryan? Uh, I have no tattoos. I've thought about them, but I don't know what I'm that passionate about that I would get something permanently inked on my body. I did meet a nurse though the other day that had the four uh, Led Zeppelin symbols tattooed on his arm. And I thought that was pretty cool, but I feel like you're super passionate about music. I just don't know what it's like. I don't know which one to pick or yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Where it's permanent. Yeah, that's, that's the part I'm like, they're very permanent. It's it's very permanent. And I've seen videos of laser removals and that Uh, doesn't look like fun to me. No, We have commitment On the topic issues. Of we do music <laughs> tattoos. My one tattoo is a Genesis album cover tattoo that is actually a like memorial tattoo for my uncle uh, Sam's dad. Yeah, Very it's cool. really it's sick. Yeah. Like it's really cool. The best part about it is that there is a lot of fine detail work on the artist that did this tattoo did an incredible job because the detail has held up so well. John, I like forgot about that. It's my only tattoo. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's sick. Where's it at? It's on my arm, arm. like my bicep. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's really um, cool. I also have thought about getting more. Um, what they are, I don't know. I think I want to get a turtle. Oh, like a sea turtle. Okay. Because you know the the whole thing with the tattoo is it's like something permanent and like immutable about yourself. I think that's what a tattoo should be. And I like turtles. I, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to ever not like turtles. Yeah. So why not, you know, if I'm going to get a tattoo, why not Why not a turtle? <laughs> I love it. I have two. I have a huge one kind of on the side 
of my abdomen and then I have some uh, Roman numerals down my right wrist. And for me, that's been, it's a, actually it's a little journey of my weight loss and it's been a, a reminder of like consistency. So it's probably my favorite and it's the one that's going to keep growing. But I have like six that I want to get, but they're expensive and I keep changing my mind on a couple of them. So what I know, I know. Yeah, I have two that I want to get. Uh, one, a mathy related one for my when I got my ASA credentials, and then another one for podcasting. <laughs> yeah. All right, awesome. Well, hey guys, if you have a question for us, something you're dying to know, you can hit us up on our social, or you can jump on our website. There's a form um, at carriageresttales.com. Thanks for hanging out.